In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the one God, Amen. During these 50 joyous days, we remember the resurrection of our Lord and the past few Sundays we have seen through his resurrection that Christ is the bread of life that sustains us throughout our lives and also the living water that without the water we are not quenched and we are not satisfied. And he is the light, the true light of the world that shines upon us and upon in this world. And we thus become lamps to the people that we meet and that we live with. Today, he talks about the true way. Without him, we are lost. If he does not show us the way, then we don't know the way. We will be in this world as if lost sheep. And that's why Christ came for the lost sheep. This coming Thursday, we would have completed 40 days. And thus, our Lord ascended to heaven. And we will have a liturgy, not an early liturgy. Five o'clock in the morning will be from 8 to 10. And we'll take the blessings of Bishop Tedros Bursaid. He'll be praying with us this coming Thursday. The following Sunday is the Feast of the Pentecost. So today would be the last of the Resurrection Sundays. The Holy 50 Days, we celebrate the eternal presence of Christ with us. And as it is expressed in the rites of the liturgy, you will see and notice the procession that we do every liturgy. We do three procession in the altar and another three in the nave here as we have just done uh, a few minutes ago. We see deacons holding the crosses with the resurrection on it of our Lord and the candles resembling the light of resurrection as he is the light of the world. And also the father, the priest are giving incense to the icon of the resurrection to glorify our risen Christ. This is symbolic of the appearance of our Lord to his disciples in the upper room, and thus we do it three times in the altar. And for the general people, the 500 who witnessed his resurrection and believed, this is why we do the three around the nave of the church. And through this rite, we declare and preach the special presence of Christ with us, which has been declared in the book of Acts, Acts 1, verses 2 and 3, after he, through the Holy Spirit, had given commandments to the apostles whom he had chosen. He also presented himself alive after his suffering by many infallible proofs, being seen by them during 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And during this time of his presence with us, he provides us with the comforting words of the first verse this morning, chapter 14 of John, verse 1. Let not your hearts be troubled. Do not be afraid. Let not your hearts be troubled. I want you to learn this verse today and keep it in front of you all the time when anything happens in your life when you're desperate, when you're fearful, when there is pain, when there is suffering, 
always say these words, let not your hearts be troubled. Very comforting words. He said these to his disciples because they were afraid that when Christ leaves, they'll be alone. But he's comforting them and he's saying, do not be afraid, I'll come back again. But I'm going now to prepare a place for you in heaven. Christ never leaves us. He's always with us. But he is in heaven preparing for you a special place. Many people say that Christ has left me. He's not with me, especially in difficult times. So don't say that because he has never left us. He has sent the Holy Spirit, his spirit, God's spirit with us. So he is with us. He has never left us. These words can be said to anyone who fears God and who has forsaken him. This is why David the prophet said in Psalm 13, the first two verses, How long, O Lord, will, I, will you forget me forever? How long, O Lord, would you hide your face from me? How long will I take counsel in my soul, having sorrow in my heart daily? How long will my enemy be exalted over me? David sang this psalm because of his suffering and because he was annoyed by the persecution of King Saul. And thus when he was in the desert and in the cave hiding from Saul, he was fearful. And this troubled King David and he feeds the Lord had forsaken him. That's why he said, how long, O Lord, will you forsaken me? Even the great king David thought that Christ was not there. Our compassionate Lord does not forget anyone. And the book of Isaiah confirms this. But Zion, which is the church, said, The Lord has forsaken me, and my Lord has forgotten me. But can a woman forget her nursing child, no, and not have compassion on the son of her womb, surely they may forget. Yet I will not forget you. See, I have inscribed you on the palm of my hands. Oh, well, the mothers would know this. You can never forget your child, no matter what. You will always remember your child, feeding him, taking care of the child, nursing him. God has never forgotten you. We are his children. No one of us is forgotten in front of God. He has inscribed us on the palm of his hands. So he's always, we're always in front of him. Our Lord says to you this morning, let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. And we see this throughout the miracles, throughout the stories in the Bible. The lame man of Bethsaida, who was sick for 38 years, waiting for the water to be moved. The only hope he had was of Christ when he came. And he helped him cure. We are not forsaken in front of God. Let not your heart be troubled. The woman who had a spirit of infirmity for 18 years, she was bent down, she couldn't stand up straight. And once Christ saw her, 
He said to her, Woman, you are loosed from your infirmity. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately he was made straight and glorified God. God does not forget any one of us. Let not your heart be troubled. The woman that had the flow of blood for 12 years, and she spent all her livelihood on physicians and doctors, and all she did when she saw Christ was touch the hem of his garment, and through faith she was cured from the, this flow of blood. And he said to her daughter, be of good cheer, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. God does not forget anyone. Let not your heart be troubled. Even the disciples during the storm in the boat, a very strong storm, and they thought that they will perish and die and drown. And Christ was at rest down in the stern, resting, until they woke him up. And he said, where is your faith? Do not fear. And with peace, he stopped the wind. Throughout our lives, we will see this. We will be in storms. We will be afraid. And Christ is not sleeping. He's maybe resting, but he is with us. All you do is call out for Christ and say, help me, Christ. But he says to you, throughout suffering and oppression, let not your heart be troubled. Dear beloved, when you pray the psalm the first hour, how long, O oh Lord, will you forget me forever? Through the love and faith of our Lord, O oh Lord, many times I have forgotten you. Lord, I am weak because of my weakness, fear, and being away from you. I'm mistaken and say, how long, O oh Lord, will you forsaken me? Will you forget me forever? Oh Lord, I'm the one who forgets you. I forgot your graciousness. I forgot your mercy upon me. The many times you were with me and the good things that you have done for me. I've forgotten your love and your fatherhood. And I wrongly think that you have forgotten me, but in actual fact, you have never forgotten anyone. Forgive me, Lord, when I say, how long, O oh Lord, will you forget me forever? The Lord responds back to you and says, What? Let not your heart be troubled, my son. I am with you. I have not left you. We as humans are weak. Mankind always thinks about the oppression during hard times. And our problem is that we put the oppression and the problem between us and God. We want you this morning to always remember to reverse it. Put the oppression after God. Put Christ in between you and the oppression. So when you have a problem, you don't know what to do. Christ is between you and the problem. And you're able to connect to him first. And let the oppression pass. Why? Because he provides for you comfort and peace. The face of our Lord is always in front of you. The promo will be behind our Lord. In this case, you will not see the oppression, but you will see our Lord. And he says to you, my son, do not be afraid. Let not your heart be troubled. 
Do not think about your enemy, but instead think about our Lord, who will save you from your enemy. Our Lord will save you through prayer and hope, and he will save you while you are firm, when you wait for him, when you are patient, and with your patience have faith. He will save you when you are patient and with your presence have trust. He will save you when you are patient and with your presence have prayer. He will save you and wait for you, O Lord, of good cheer. And he will strengthen your heart and you hear his voice and says to you, let not your heart be troubled. The only way for your heart not to be troubled is to follow Christ and his way only you should follow. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen. <laughs>